you know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of the show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, (laughs) there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am one of your hosts, Claire, back here for another exciting week with Caitlin. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good. Hanging out. Well, I I would just like to say that this is, I think, the very first episode that we've had that I don't have an alcoholic beverage in my hand. <laughs> Dude, I almost made one. So I would, it would have been like the first episode that I've done where I've had one, I think. (laughs) But I, I came home from work and we are recording a little earlier than we usually do, but I came home. Well, yeah. So like, I'm not saying I won't have one a little bit later this evening, but, (laughs) um, I just, I needed my daily diet Coke, uh, just caffeinated beverage. So (laughs) wait, wait. So you're saying you only drink one diet Coke a day? Okay, but I have coffee on top in the morning, but one Diet Coke a day. Why do you drink? Oh, no. I I drink it constantly, like constantly, but I also don't really drink coffee. Okay. Although lately I've been doing more iced tea because it's the summer and it just tastes good in the summer. So So. this is a good question to ask you then, okay? Because I've been seeing this all over the internet and I've, I've honestly thought about this a little bit over the past couple of weeks. Have you been seeing people post like, it's not even a challenge, but it's just something to get you thinking that say you on your hand, right? You have five fingers. Each of the fingers are a faucet of a different beverage that you could drink for the rest of your life. What would your five choices be? Uh, So I can drink only these five beverages for the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper, iced tea, water. I feel like, well, is water. Yeah. Does, it, does that count though? Or is this I like, have it as one of mine. So, uh, cause I feel like you have to have water. Okay. So I got one, I got tea, I got a soda. I've got water, probably skim milk, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. And then, Oh God, I got to pick an, I'm trying to cover all my bases just with my favorites here. What kind of alcohol would I pick? <laughs> Shoot. Okay. I know mm. it's, it's hard. Like it's one of those where I'm like, you really have to sit down and think about, I had to think about this for a little bit. You want me to tell you mine and you, well, you can think about yours. I think my last one's going to be vodka. It was between vodka and wine. Cause I was like wine, you can drink and like be chill about it. Or you can get blasted vodka. You're almost likely getting blasted. And then I, was I like, like that thought I process. Really, really like vodka. So. <laughs> okay. That's a good question. I know. I've just been seeing people post about that. I don't I don't know. I was just seeing it all over social media and I was like, that's a really good question. Um, and so I was thinking when I got home and I had my diet Coke, I'm like, I diet Coke, 100% coffee. <laughs> Cause I drink so much. I'm like, okay, two caffeinated beverages, real healthy. Um, red wine, specifically cab. Cause that's typically what I drink on when I have my wine, um, water and lime LaCroix. Are lime LaCroix. Yes. Do you drink it straight or you drink it as a mixer? Both. But I do drink it straight a lot, though, too. But I, I'll use it as a mixer. Because, see, then now you have me rethinking vodka. <laughs> but I'm like, I choose wine over vodka if I really? had to choose one okay. alcoholic beverage. But when I want 
and whenever I drink vodka, I typically mix it with either just club soda and I squeeze lime in it, or I just use a lime LaCroix. So yeah, that's probably the best way to do it actually yeah. from what I've heard, but, but I do like diet seven up <laughs> diet seven up. Nice. Yeah. See, when I think of like seven up or Sprite, I only think of when I'm sick. And so I don't, I can't drink them ah, when I I'm see. just regularly, which like Justin can, but I'm like, I just feel like I would always drink it when I was sick when I was little. And so if I'm sick now, I will like Sprite or seven up. That's what I need. <laughs> so I, I drink that too. It was Sprite and like saltine crackers and saltine crackers and chicken noodle soup. Oh, yep. the memories. Yep. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. I got us off on a very weird tangent. Um, <laughs> did you do anything fun last weekend? Um, I went more. Oh, I mean, it was fun in the sense that I didn't do anything. Like, there's been this like pattern over the last couple of weeks where, like, Saturday and Sunday, both Austin and I just like watch TV all afternoon, and it's it's amazing. amazing. Oh, and amazing. I didn't used to do that, but now I've been like working out in the morning on Saturday, Sunday I'm off. But like, yeah, we've we watched. Um, have you seen When They See Us on Netflix? Uh-uh. Okay, I started that and it was about um and I've heard it's really really good and so far it is. It's about these five African American boys in Harlem that were wrongfully accused of like a rape or, t- or a sexual assault or so. So anyway, it goes through their trial and um that's kind of where I'm at right now is they're on trial for it. So okay. they're um both being defended and trying to defend themselves while being so young and not, you know, fully understanding what's going on. There was a lot of like coercion from the police and like kind of get trying to get them to confess. And so there's false confessions involved and it was just, it's a big mess. So anyway, all that to say, that's what I did this weekend. I I got at home and it was very, very nice. What about you? What did y'all do? Uh, not a thing. Well, I didn't do anything. Uh, Justin went and golfed on Saturday. So I had all Saturday morning and like early afternoon to myself, which I utilized. I think I told you this before. I have started Real Housewives of New York from season one and Uh I'm watching it all the way through. And so I watched uh, an embarrassing amount of it. Um, (laughs) I'm about to start the reunion on season three. um, And I still, I'm like, I still have so much left to watch, but that's what I did on, on Saturday. And then we've just been, the rest of the weekend we spent, yeah, just watching TV. We've been rewatching uh, the Big Bang Theory from season one up until now. And so we're on season 10 now of 12. Oh, wow. So we've spent a lot of time with that. And then we're also going back and forth between that and Veep on HBO. Have you watched, ever watched Veep? No, but I've heard it's good. It's so funny. Uh, we're on, I think, like season three or four. But it's a, it's a laugh. It's a riot. So I would say if you have time to watch that, I would I would watch that. So that's what we've been doing. Uh, nice. <laughs> and then even watched indulge in even more television on Monday. Oh yeah. Every yes. Monday. Bachelorette. Okay. Let's get, let's just get to this. Cause there is a lot going on this episode. They redeemed themselves from their horrible episode last week. <laughs> horrible. Horrible. I mean, yeah, for the most, was... yes, they did. Um, so now where are they again? Riga, Latvia. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, so this one we start off with she chooses Garrett as her one on one. Um, which I guess it makes sense because I didn't even think about this until now, because she had 
Luke on a one-on-one last week, right? Was it last week? And then mm-hmm. Garrett and, and him are the ones that have been having the feud. And so then she decides to take Garrett on a one-on-one um, where this is where the, all the controversy started to take place really just with Luke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But they just, they decide to go naked bungee jumping. You could not pay me enough to do that. No, I mean, both of those things together are just, just awful. But um, I will say, so at the beginning when they're like just getting to Latvia, it's like all of them walking through the city together. And Luke P posted on Instagram on Monday, like the just like a, a, a shot of them walking through. And he was like, just hanging with my six besties in Latvia. Oh, surely he was joking. <laughs> oh, yeah. He okay. was, was like, <laughs> like- helpful. That's self-awareness though. <laughs> oh my God. He, so. I, he really, I don't know that one single one of them likes him. I nope. really don't think so. have any allies. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So back to, to Garrett's date. So she chooses Garrett and they, they do that. And I'm like, okay, I don't even think that I would bungee jump. Number one, like either of these items separate, I wouldn't want to hang out naked with someone that I barely know or go bungee jumping. If I had to pick between the two of them, like, I don't know which I would, if I had the option of either just going bungee jumping or just standing there naked in front of somebody, I barely know. I'd oh. probably. Well, and like, you have to be like pressed up against them. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> I just, I have a lot of questions about this that I really hope my family's not listening to, but I'm like, so it's cold. <laughs> so I guess you don't have to worry about anything, any funny business, but like, I don't know. Like, would that, would that really be like how you wanted to see the other person naked for the first time? No, like, I just don't. Like, no, I know. So number one, yeah, I, these are thoughts that went through my head too. Um, I'm like, yeah, number one, is it tiny? It's going to be tiny. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay. And so, I mean, I'm sure this has got to be embarrassing for Garrett on some level. Unless, yeah. unless maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. We don't know. And then number two with Hannah which she starts off where she has her bra on and then she takes it off. But I'm like, yep. her nipples have got to be rock hard. I know. And well, I guess his, his too. too. Like, his too. Yeah. Like, that's just, uh, there's just so many questions. <laughs> like, this has got to be weird. <laughs> so yeah. awkward. Um, but I mean, they do it, which I guess props to her because I, and she seemed genuine. She knew that they were going to go bungee jumping, but she seemed genuinely shocked when she found out that they were going to be naked. Well, and I like how those two Latvian people just roll up and it's just like, oh yeah, this is a Latvian tradition. I'm like, since when? Like 1972? Like <laughs> when did people start bungee jumping in your country and you just called it a tradition? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't whatever. know. Well, whatever they did it all seemed to go fine. They were proud of themselves. I guess it made them closer. Mm, sure. close. <laughs> uh, so then they just, they do their dinner that night and I guess they I don't even remember really what happened between their conversations oh he he talked about how his whole family played football and he didn't like football so he took a different path and went to golf it's like oh riveting (laughs) real riveting um and then he tells her oh he tells her he's falling in love with her and she seemed to be eating up his words Mm -hmm. so uh he gets the rose anything else happened there I don't think so she jumped in her dangly earrings, which I was surprised. I figured they would have made her take those off, but. Oh, I didn't even notice out. that. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh. wow, this is happening. But like, yeah, just watching that whole thing. I just had 
like the worst secondhand anxiety. Like <laughs> that is legitimately my nightmare. Like I hate, I'm so afraid of heights. And then getting it, it, from somebody, there's no way. No, no, there's no way. Nope, nope, nope. Cool. So anyway, we move on to the group date with Mike, Jed, Tyler, Dustin, Luke, Connor, and Dylan. So basically everybody else. Um, and then I just like how all these dates have them drinking to some extent. Because <laughs> they drink that lobby and moonshine. Moonshine, which I think is so funny because um, we'll get to this when we eventually watch Bachelor in Paradise. But they had to cut back on the amount. And it's for all of Bachelor shows, the amount that they drink because of all the crap that went down two years ago on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. With, um, um, what's her name? Corinne. Uh, Corinne, yeah. Corinne and then, oh, God, who is the, the I don't even remember the dude. I'm blanking well, on she name. lied. Anyway, but, but um, yeah, because of all of that. And so now they're limited to two drinks per hour is what they're limited, which is still a decent amount. But- I mean, but it's just you can't you're not going to be taking 16 shots every hour, you know. Oh but so the amount that they're showing them drinking is just it's funny. But yeah, I was like, oh, God, moonshine. OK, here we go. <laughs> um, and what Man. else did they? I mean, they're just really walking around and exploring was the point of their date. What well, else? So they go to that little like market and like Hannah's like all excited about cheese. And then Tyler shows up and he's got like this bouquet of flowers oh, and just yeah. like immediately shows up all the rest of the guys. He's like, oh, I just wanted to make you feel special. It's like, Haha, get it, Tyler. Get it, Tyler. Yes. Gives her. Fun. She loves that. Um, well, they go to a church, too. Right. And then that's when it comes out that Luke is kind of like upset that she didn't save her body. Oh, yeah, like because she tells them all they're on a train, I guess, going somewhere. And she just kind of, well, number, let's back up for a minute. So Garrett told whenever he came out from his group, date, oh, yeah. or his one on one day, he told them like, because I'm sure they're asking, like, what'd you do? Like, tell like, just what what happened on you're here. So clearly, what did what did you guys end up doing? And mm-hmm. so he tells him, well, we ended up bungee jumping and turns out we had to do it naked because I guess it's a, a cultural thing or I, I don't know. And he's like, and, you know, Hannah was up for it. And so we bungee jumped naked and they just zoom in on Luke's face and he's just like, you know, giving the most repulsed face. And then he says something in his kind of one on one, like, there's no way Hannah did that. This guy's full of shit. He, she did not jump with him naked. And I was like, OK, what do you know? <laughs> um, so yep. then. Then, yeah, on the group date is when she brings up to all the guys. She's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just so crazy that I did that because it's just not something I would see myself doing. But, like, I feel like I had to do it just because why not? It's I'm here. It's the experience. And then that's, yeah, Luke, the whole was just like radio silent. And that's when when they're in the church is when they go off and he decides to just I mean, what all did he say to her? Exactly. It was. Is that whenever he pulled her aside and was like, I thought that was later on, but he, he does pull her aside at some point. Yeah. I but. think it's, it's then cause he pulls her aside and was like, I just really feel like I need to talk to you about something that's weighing on my Oh chest. yeah. And then he tells her she made, well, I mean, not so many words. She, he was like, I mean, even if you make a boneheaded mistake, you know, of course I'm still going to love you and all this. And so, um, what else? I mean, I he think to- he was. He told her that he was like, it basically, I, he was like, you know, that feeling you get, like, if you're, have you, he was like, have you ever been cheated on? She's like, yes. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Like, you know, that feeling, that pit you get in your stomach when like you find that out. He's like, that is how I felt last night when I found out about you, that you jumped naked with Garrett. And like, I'm just, I'm not trying to judge you, but to be honest, like you're supposed to be a Christian and you know, you're supposed to save your body for one person. Your body is a temple. And the fact that you did that with him, like it's, it upsets me, but 
you know, you're you're my girl. I'm going to love you through, or didn't say it in those words, but like, yeah, I'll even yeah. whatever mistakes I'll you make, you. I'll support you through everything. And she's just kind of like, well, there was nothing sexual about it. Like it was just an experience. And I felt like I wanted to do it for me. Nothing sexual wise. He's like, well, I just felt like you needed to know that I was upset. And then I guess the conversation ended there pretty much. Well, and like, to be fair, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. It's like, I think that any of the guys in, in this group would have felt probably a little bit jealous, maybe felt like they were cheating on, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but I mean, jealous and probably, I mean, I would imagine maybe even a little bit hurt because it's kind of like she gave him that experience and like nobody else is going to have that unless they go to the fancy suite with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though they didn't do anything, it's still kind of like, I mean, let's be real. They all want to see her naked. So it's kind of like, <laughs> sure. why does Garrett get to see her naked before anybody else? So even if he can't do anything about it. Yeah. I just, th- for him to say to her, oh, and he even brought up, he was like, the f- he's like, you know, if you, I bring you home to meet my family, like, and he was like, how do you feel like you're going to like after all this is over, you're going to look back and you're going to be potentially with your future husband here and they're going to see you doing something like that. Or, you know, how is, yeah, how is that, how is future you going to feel about this? And, you know, you are going to be going home potentially to meet my family. My family is going to be watching this. And it, uh, I don't know. We can talk about this in a little bit because I have other stuff I want to talk about regarding this after we wrap. Yeah. This and episode. it comes back around too. So yeah. And the storyline of the, the episode. But. Um, but anyways, their conversation and she gives the one-on-one rose to Tyler, which I'm very happy about. I know them like together, whenever he pulled her aside, she's just so comfortable with him. Like she just kind of like put her legs in his lap and just started talking to him. Like they yes. are so cute together. I really like them. Together. Super cute. Yes. Um, I'm sure I do. I'm sure Luke was pissed that he did not get the, the rose, but so sorry. Did you catch the part where Tyler talked about how, like when he saw her all in white, like he thought her, she looked like his bride. Oh yes. I thought that was so sweet. Oh, so. love it. Anyway. And then she like is climbing on top of, I don't remember if it was Tyler or who it was, but who oh. Else was it? oh well she climbs onto a, okay well there's a couple of other people oh no i think it was tyler wait maybe was it? it was i'm pretty sure it was tyler mm-hmm. and then like jed decides that he's gonna go play outside the window for her or oh, is that I think later that, on that's later on so we have peter's one-on-one date is what happens next oh uh, okay yeah. uh, okay that's what oh so I, that happens after peter's date oh okay so sorry no you're good you're good <laughs> So, yeah, Peter gets the one-on-one date, and they go have a spa day together, um, which I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> like, what the so they spa... they get flower crowns. Yeah. And then, like, this lady starts singing, and, like, she thinks it's over, and she's like, oh, that was beautiful. And then the lady just, like, keeps, keeps. singing. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they're both just, like, standing there like, super oh. awkward. Um, oh. And I guess they have massages, and they have, like, these tree branches that they're like slapping each other's butts and backs with and like i don't know what's happening right now it's just staging each other yeah Yeah, i don't understand like Um, and then they're like oh we're gonna let you go to the sauna to help connect and bring you closer together and it's just like they immediately start like hardcore making out like i'm like they all over each other they had that like they're they're having sex right here and now that's what's happening it was i was like i i got uncomfortable it's like i feel like i'm watching 
porn. Yep. <laughs> they're yep. clothed, but they're clothed, but it might as well have been. Yep. It's like there is a lot of groping and sweat and yep. I, I was very uncomfortable. I literally had to turn away for a minute. I was getting so, <laughs> I was getting so uncomfortable. I was I like, oh, Claire bless. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um so <laughs> after their steamy whatever happened in there, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna know what happened from there. Um then they go have their their dinner and they're so cute. I mean, I can't tell quite yet if it's more physical attraction or if they actually mentally have an attraction I don't you know they go to dinner though and they seem like she seems comfortable with him too um Mm -hmm. they seem like they get along well and whatnot and uh he brought up to her he was like I you know he's a couple of the other guys too brought up about how they were were sorry about what happened you know the couple days prior where they made her she had her freak out and whatnot and he was like you know I hate that that happened but I do want to tell you it kind of sucks that I was grouped in with all the he's like I know you're upset but like I hate that I was grouped in with all the other guys like because I hope you know that I'm like focused on you and she basically told him like oh like I was upset then but trust me I know that you're you're good <laughs> you're fine well, he's yeah he's done a really good job of staying above the fray so yeah he's definitely not in that in that group and I'm just trying to think of like who I feel like she's mentally connected with the best I think probably between Peter and Tyler would be my yeah two picks there yeah but, but on a mental level but yes. I, we all know that it's not always how things go in the bachelor nation so yes exactly mm. um and then oh so she asked they talk about really just his his career she asked him you know just his, she was like your job is really cool the fact that you get you know you're a pilot you go travel everywhere but how has that impacted your love life he's like well he has really only had one serious girlfriend and it obviously didn't end well and it's been hard for him just because he has been career driven and just um it's hard for him to open up sometimes and I don't know what else they exactly he's like but um oh he said yeah it's it's just helped made them slow to open up in a relationship but and then I don't know what he said he said my grandma always told me some phrase and he just starts talking in I don't even know what language is it Spanish yeah um Mm -hmm. and she just looks at him like like she's like oh yeah starts in another language and she's just like panties to floor yeah <laughs> that's what I thought too I was like oh damn <laughs> yeah um and I, I don't I don't even know what that translated to but she was just like well okay. so it was I wrote it down because I thought it was good it said don't worry don't fret let the waters run because what's meant for you will never tarnish which I thought okay. was really sweet that was really sweet so. um so of course he gets a rose because <laughs> why wouldn't of course um so then he comes back and that's when our our boy or not my boy your anymore boy, Jed your boy <laughs> oh I know why I was thinking that happened earlier because he played a song for her on the piano before Peter's date and she was oh. like oh. and he's like this is your song I'm like oh Ugh. is this a song you played for your girlfriend too <laughs> right gross so but- he's just like pining away for her and his room or something so he's like I'm gonna take action he like goes outside and he's got his guitar and he's like crappy song that he wrote for like that that uh pageant earlier oh yeah that's what your mr right or whatever so Uh, i just i don't think he's that good i don't think he's not he's not i'm like this is corporate like he's not that good like you're really not i'm sorry um but she 
is eating it up though. She invites him in and oh, he yeah. plays more music for her. And then she decides to just straddle him too. And I'm like, girlfriend, <laughs> those hormones you need to get laid is what needs to yeah, happen. Holy shit. Um, yeah. and he tells her then like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm falling in love with you. And she's, she's obsessed with him. And I'm like, no crap. This is what makes me, I know. makes me feel like he's going to be top four. And, it's funny since we talked about how all that came out last week about how he has a girlfriend and his that girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, I guess, has been on all the media platforms showing like text receipts about him texting her like right before he was about to board the plane and that he loves her. Like, you know, it's one of those where I'm like, how much can he believe it? Because what if she just changed the name in her phone? But I think that this is 100 percent. I think that maybe she could be exaggerating stuff a little bit, but that it's true that that they were. Anyways, but I'm like, uh, he has been radio silent on social media hmm. where he hadn't been before. Like, cause I followed him. Cause you know, I, I used to really like him. So I followed him on Instagram and he would, he, I thought he was really funny. Like his Instagram stories maybe made me laugh because he was kind of goofy. He has been ra- no posts, no Instagram stories for like the last week and a half. It's been radio silent. So interesting. Yeah. Hello? Oh, um, Let's see. Then what happens? Oh, Luke and Garrett start getting into it about Garrett's one-on-one because Luke approaches him. Yeah. And um, is Luke the one that pulls him back to his room? I feel like that's how it goes down. I don't remember. Well, so Luke tells Garrett, hey, man, I feel like the way that you described the date with Hannah was disrespectful. And Garrett's like, just floored and thinks he's ridiculous of course but I mean I used to like Garrett but now I just think he's a dick because I think he gets off on like egging him on and like Luke is immature and excitable enough to where like he is unable to like see past what Garrett's trying to do he's unable to just keep calm and not let him get under his skin and Garrett knows that so I feel like he exploits it that's true. So, I still like Garrett. He's not my, I have other favorites, but I still like Garrett better than Luke. <laughs> I mean, so. do I like him better than Luke? Yes. Do I think that he's unfair a lot of times? Yes. Yeah. But, um, nope. anyway, so, but I mean, dumb because this is exactly what like happened with Luke and Luke S. And so Luke asked Garrett to promise him to not make a big deal out of his talk with Hannah at the rose ceremony, which I feel like, Luke S asked asked Luke to like go clear his name. So it was almost like the same thing, like where he's asking for the other person to do him a solid when the other person like owes him nothing. I don't know. It was just kind of like this weird, like deja vu thing. Yeah. So anyway, Garrett continues to be an asshole. And then Luke is just like, see yourself out. (laughs) Basically I got to go to bed. (laughs) See yourself out. Yes. Oh God. So then, I guess we're the day of the rose ceremony. It's not, not even cocktail party time, but Hannah comes in to all of them and she's like, I need to talk to Luke. And all the guys are like, Oh, he's in yep. trouble. She's always going to the principal's office that Luke. I swear. <laughs> I know a lot of, they looked, they looked happy. They're like, Oh, I bet she's just finally realizing that he's piece of, he's piece of garbage and she's going to send him home. Like that's not what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does pull him aside and basically tells him, he, um, she's been having she had you know the past couple of days to just to think about what he said to her on the group date and about how 
he was upset with her and it just is, hasn't been sitting right with her. And I don't remember what it, she said. Basically it was like a slap in the face when he told her that she could make boneheaded mistakes and he'd still be there and about how she is going to be going home to meet his family. And she's like, you're just making me sound like I'm a whore is basically what she yeah. <laughs> was coming well, then at. Well, he starts gaslighting her kind of like, no, 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 you twisted my words. You're the crazy one here. I'm the one that had the good intentions. And yeah. that's like, and it makes me mad because I mean, like that's like the worst feeling to be gaslighted by somebody. Cause it really does make you second guess yourself. And you're like, am I, am I acting irrationally? Like, are my concerns not valid? So I feel yes. like that must've been how she was feeling. And I could tell she was getting really frustrated with him. And he just, he said something. I can't remember what exactly it was that he said, but, um, I mean, basically he's just going back to being like little robo Luke. Like he was on that date in Scotland where it's like, he's gaslighting her, but then he's telling her what she wants to hear or what he thinks she wants to hear. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he's just like, no, 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 you misunderstood. I want you to keep fighting for us. I promise you it's worth it. And so Hannah's still pissed, but he goes back to the guys after that. And then they get in this whole other argument about not staying in his lane. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so tired of this. Uh, I know. It's just back up. I mean, we just went through this last week where it's the same, it's the same problems over and over and over again. But I will say, I mean, after all of this, I'm like, Han- like I hope that the producers are making Hannah keep him because I'm like, she seems for all of her other decisions that she's made, she's been pretty rational and she knows what she's doing. And she just seems completely blind when it comes to him. And I'm like, do you not see you are having, if it's, you're having this many issues when you've known him for four weeks, couple weeks. Yeah. What's going to happen for the rest? Like remain like the first few times, like months or whatever you're with someone is all supposed to be like lovey dovey, happy, like no problems really. And Uh you're already having so many problems. So what do you think's going to happen? And well, She and then yeah, Chris Harrison comes in and says no cocktail party. She already knows what she wants to do. And I had two guys at the top in my head. I'm like, if she's sending two guys home, I bet it's these two guys home. She sends home, and it was those two guys that she. Yeah, me too. I was like, (laughs) Dylan and Dustin are going home tonight, and it's because we know nothing about them. Yeah, like they have had no storyline. It's very possible that they've talked to Hannah, and we just haven't seen it. But they just haven't shown it. So right. I don't know. Yeah. I just remember Dylan being the one in like this Burberry scarf. And yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, oh, geez. So, um, I guess it's safe for me to say this because I had accidentally read a spoiler like last week when they came out with the bachelor in paradise cast. Um, but Dylan's going to paradise. Oh, okay. So I, re- I knew I, when I read it, I was like, Oh, well he's still on the show, but I knew he wasn't going to win. So it was like a spoiler for myself, but not really, if you want to look at it that way. So Dale, I don't know when Dylan's going to show up in paradise, but he's going. So, so let's say the next, Oh, it's not going to be the next one. Cause they go to Netherlands next. Um, whenever Luke is, is inevitably voted off or not voted off, but doesn't get a rose. Do you think that he would end up in bachelor in paradise? I could totally see that. I could too. Just because he's such a polarizing character. Oh yeah. Like he's let's as much as a lot of people just like love to despise Luke. 
he has for the most part kept this season interesting. So of course, of course they're going to throw him somewhere where he could cause either more issues or just bring the ratings up. So I'm trying to think of who I could picture him with. I'm kind of thinking maybe Annalise. Oh God. (laughs) I would say the reason I would say yes is because when she was on paradise last year, she every single new dude that came in she's like oh this is now my boyfriend oh I love him this is who I'm with and so with this guy now he's my boyfriend yes so (laughs) I could totally see that for sure and she feel I feel like that would he would be her type but I say that and I feel like every dude like especially last year was her type so um, (laughs) that's why she's on bachelor in paradise exactly (laughs) um what I will say regarding Luke so okay so who who will we have left um, going into next week? Okay, so we have Mike, Jed, Tyler, Luke, Connor, Peter, and Garrett. Is who, so there's seven guys left. And yes. they have alluded to the fact that there will be a two-on-one date, which a lot of seasons there are where oh. one of the dudes gets eliminated. Wow. Totally see it being Garrett and Luke that she has a two-on-one date with and she has sent one of them home oh that's painful i don't oh know if that's gosh. what's going to happen but that's that knowing that though the bachelor's formula that is what's going to happen that's usually what they do they put the two nemeses together yep. and they see and it's like they duke it out to see who ends up saying yep and I, I always like that's happened before i don't remember which seasons but because you have one rose that you can give to one of the guys so it's either so you pick one of them or I've seen ones where that the either the bachelor or bachelorette's annoyed with both of them and just sends them both home. <laughs> so I would be well, fine with that or, you know, or she keeps one. It's fine. But I'll be interested to see what happens. So here's why I don't think Luke goes home next week. Okay. Because it looks like they go, so they go to Greece. And I just say this from last week's episode where they showed like a little bit of a trailer for the rest of the season. He's with her in Greece. So next week they go to the Whoa. Netherlands. So he's with her for a while. So the, the scene that goes down when she's like, my husband would never say that to me. It's yes. in a tropical place or like, it looks okay. tropical. It looks warmer. Mm-hmm. So, and okay. they try to make it look like it was Luke that said something that set her off. Yeah. That's interesting. So I feel like, Mm. I feel like it all goes down in Greece. So I don't know that he gets a hometown date. Yeah. I, I could see him getting eliminated just before hometown. Okay. Cause right. My feelings for, and they, they also made it kind of look like in the previews. Cause they talk about one dude goes, I don't know if it's next week, but he's like, I already got him to go home. They made it, alluded it to in one of the scenes that Peter leaves. Oh, I, they just kind of, it was like a very, no, I think you're right. I think they you're right now that make it yeah. seem like that. I'm like, I hope, I hope not because I'm like, if I had to pick right now who at least her top three are going to be, I would say it's Peter, Tyler, mm-hmm. and unfortunately Jed is who I yeah. would pick her <clears throat> just based off of her physical connection and just talks that she's had with. I could see them being her top three, but if Peter left on his own accord, I don't know. Leave. Yeah. And we have not seen any screen time for poor little Connor. <laughs> I was going to say Connor, poor guy. just had that one one-on-one that he really got ripped off out of. So he's been stringing along though. So I'm like, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, we shall see. Um, before we move on to talk about Beverly Hills. So, which 
it got spicy at the very end of Beverly Hills. We'll get to that. Um, so today I want to bring up, um, some tweets that have happened. I know I have not shared these with you. Um, and I don't, can't remember if it's been either on this podcast or if you and I've talked separately before, but I know you did not watch or you did watch Jojo season. I can't ever remember if you did or you I did. Not. I just don't remember James Taylor or whatever his name was. Okay. So yeah, there is a contestant on her season, James Taylor. He is, I can't remember where, he, if he's from Houston or he's somewhere here in the area, but his big shtick on the, on Jojo season was he was the quote unquote, and I say this, like ugly guy. <laughs> I don't mean that in I any mean, bad way, but it makes me think of uh, the Simpsons is like, we want TV ugly, not ugly, ugly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, ugly for TV. <laughs> Whatever. He's but not ugly. yeah, he just wasn't the most, like he's not horrible looking, but he wasn't like your, um, Jordan Rogers or, you know, someone yeah, that's just typical like, bachelorette contestant. Exactly. Yeah. You know, n- doesn't have like, the, he's not fat, but he doesn't have like a rock hard abs, best body ever. Um, but he was known for being just like very sweet on Jojo season, funny, relatable. And he like, he could sing, as you should know this, but he played guitar and could sing, but that wasn't like his full thing on the show, but that was just something that he was known for. And so he got voted off. I think he made it to like top six or so on Jojo season. And, everybody loved him I loved him all of my friends that watched it loved him like it was just like oh James Taylor like he's so great I can't I can't believe that she voted him off like he's such a good dude so he then turns into one of those contestants that post the show is just kind of struggling to stay relevant like he just wants to (laughs) d-list celebrity (laughs) yes where he i don't i don't think he has a day job anymore he's one of those where he's like i'm gonna like take my music career off he i think i don't know if he lives in that or where he lives but he's like is he like an influencer or something i don't know that he really posts ads of stuff because i still i need to unfollow him but i follow him on instagram at this point just because it's kind of funny at this point um (laughs) but he (laughs) Uh, anyway, so a couple of years ago, I think this is in 2017, he and one of the other contestants on Jojo season, Luke Pell, he got it to like the top four. They both are singers and they were doing like a tour <laughs> together. Okay. Oh, and so gosh. they were here in Dallas. And so me and my friend Lindsay were like, Oh my God, like we have to go see them. Like, this is so great. And so we bought tickets and went to go see them and then met James Taylor afterwards. Like we, he wasn't having like a meet and greet or whatever. He was just hanging out in the bar afterwards. And like, we went up and talked to him we're like, this is so amazing. And all the girls were like fawning over him. I'm talking like he could have slept with any of those women around him in a heartbeat. Cause everyone was just obsessed with him. So he then starts to get really annoying and thirsty on Instagram. Okay. And so it starts oh. to be being like, okay, you're starting to get real annoying. Um, he went on reality, Steve and had like a, he wanted to announce to the world that, you know, he's shameful of his prior acts because he did use his fame to sleep with a bunch of girls um, that he knew he was never going to call his girlfriend or talk to again. And like, he's like, I'm just like, I, I'm sorry for my actions. I feel like I needed to come clean. I'm going to start over. Well, he's over here. Does anybody care though? (laughs) I I know it's getting to the point. I'm saying he, it's just gotten so annoying where you're like, dude, stop trying so hard to stay relevant. (laughs) Like, who are you? It just got, yeah to the point where it's so annoying he's put out like a cd it's on spotify it's horrendous horrendous <laughs> some of the it, just if you're bored go take a listen <laughs> it's terrible i'm gonna have to now um so anyways he's out here 
watching this season of The Bachelorette, just trying to stay relevant, okay? So he does a tweet on Monday night, and this is what he says. So he says, I'm just going to read it off. He says, I'm a Hannah fan, but girl, you can't have it both ways. Make choices your future husband will be proud of after watching you do what you do on TV. You don't have to dry hump them all. And don't <laughs> and don't get mad at someone else when you feel guilty. Send him home or own it. Okay, so that was his tweet on Monday. So today, our boy Tyler C. <laughs> comments, okay, he tweets back um, at him. And he says, the things some people do to stay relevant, dot, dot, dot. Let our let our queen live and let's embrace her on this journey. Very few have a clue what it's like to be in the lead shoes. Our queen is imperfectly perfect, imperfectly perfect like us all. Don't Christians claim that only God should do the judging? Okay. And then he comes back. Tyler comes back and also says, this is also the same guy that keeps tagging me in his Instagram posts and I have never spoken to him. So James <laughs> Taylor is out here. James Taylor, I think I've told you before, is one that's friends with Cam. Mm-hmm. They both went to, or Cam went to A and M, and James Taylor went to A and M for like a semester. He went to Bland. Yes. So I guess they've. I've been seeing their posts that James Taylor has. I don't know why. And I've I've thought this too. Watching it, I was like, why is he tagging Tyler in these things? Like it That's makes really zero sense. So then James Taylor comes back and replies to him and says. I was just commenting on what I saw. You have a way bigger following than me and you can roast me if you want. And I deserve some of that for sure. Hannah's the coolest just disagreed with her take on quote unquote. I do what I want as a Christian. Also be careful who you call your queen. Interesting. Tyler comes back and says, I said our queen. And that was the end of it. But (laughs) so it just, it had me laughing today because yet again, here he is though trying to stay relevant and being he's and this is how I wanted to circle back to our conversation how you said you kind of agreed with Luke a little bit on her I don't want to say slutting around but like showing her body to someone and hump like yeah getting physical with a lot of these guys and how he's basically calling her out on it and Tyler came to her defense like dude shut the fuck up like let her live her life I kind of I mean I I think I'm just so traditional and that's why, but I kind of almost agree a little bit with what James Taylor is saying too. Cause I feel like, and I know she's very much like, I'm not going to live by what anybody else thinks I should do or tells me to do. I'm going to do things for me. And like, that's fine. But I feel like at the same time you're on national TV. And if you're, if you're truly thinking about your future, like, do you really want your kids to know that you like stripped down naked with somebody that probably will not be your husband and on TV and bungee jumped, even if it's not sexual, it just, I mean, you're on a show, you're making decisions. Granted they're, they're forcing your hand to make these decisions. So I know it's not entirely your decision. I, I could see her being uncomfortable with the idea of bungee jumping naked and them very much, making you know making her do it but I don't know I mean I like to think that you know it's it's cool to that she's standing up for herself and like starting to think for herself but I I kind of agree with the whole thing where it's like you can't put yourself forth as this pinnacle of morality if you're gonna sit here and do all these other things it's like you're in or you're out so I mean maybe she's not trying to be I don't know that's just 
I think you're going to have a different take on it. And then I will probably understand better how I feel about it whenever I hear what you have to say. But see, and I'm on the side of, I, I think that she's doing her. Would it be choices that I make personally? No, but she has, it's in her own right where she's, she says, you know, she's a, I don't want to get this into this whole religious thing because I'm not really a religious person, but she can still be her, an independent woman and do make her own choices where she's not doing anything wrong by any means. Like there are girls out there. If she wasn't on a national TV show and was still doing this, like who gives a shit? Who cares? That's a good point. And that's what I was thinking too. Cause it's like, I'm sure every single girl has made out with somebody or at least one person before they find their husband, unless they marry their husband from that's like their high school sweetheart. So it's like, we just have the luxury of not having it videotaped, you know? And like, she, she chose to go on the show. So she chose to have every minute of her life recorded for six weeks. Yep. But she, she knows in that moment what she's doing too. So it's like, she knows, I don't know. I just, uh, I, like, I find it kind of, I don't want to say ridiculous, but the fact that Luke brought up to her about the fact he was like, you're supposed to be a Christian. And how could you expose yourself to somebody that you, is not going to be your husband? And I'm like, number one, I 100,000% know that Luke had sex with multiple people before he became a reborn again. Like it, I'm like, it's so, it seems so yeah, hypocritical. That's a good point. So too. hypocritical for him to be judging her when he's done shit before in his life. And it's like, she's not questioning him on that. So I'm like, what, where do you get off on doing that? And then for James Taylor, my point is with for James Taylor to come forward and tweet something like that. When I'm like, you came forward and talked about how you were such a man whore and knew exactly what you were doing. And so for you to be judging someone who's not even to the extent that you are like, shut the fuck up. And so that's why I was glad Tyler C came in was like, dude, like stay in your lane. He didn't say those words, but you know, yeah, but really, I mean, that's a good point because both of those guys, I think it's unfair for, a guy to expect, you know, a, their, their love interest to be just like this pure, like, you know, totally perfect woman when they're, they've gone and done the same, if not worse. Yeah. It's just kind of like, Oh, so, and a point that I totally forgot that was on the episode that Tyler C said at the end when they were all kind of ganging up on Luke and he brought up a point where he was like, you are bringing to Luke. He's like, you, it's a double, it seems like you're banking at a double standard. He was like, let's talk about how on our very first date, you came out in a speedo and like this tiny, tiny speedo showing showing your body to her. Like, how is that? Like you were leaving nothing to the imagination. So, well, and they were also the first to get really, really physical on the show. Exactly. So, so I mean, I don't understand I don't understand why just now he's like, Oh no, no, we, sh- we should be saving ourselves yeah. and all this. It's like, really? Cause you were definitely ready to go on yeah. episode two. So, <laughs> so I mean, point is, I guess we could argue this from both sides forever. Um, and I don't want to say anybody's a hundred percent right or anybody's a hundred percent wrong, but I just, I'm, I'm, under, either. I'm, under I, po- I'm just under the point where nobody, like nobody should be judging anybody at this point. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, not to get overly religious or anything, but there's instances biblically where women have done things that if like from an outsider's perspective would have been very morally wrong, but the people involved knew that it wasn't sexual. And so it was fine. So that just goes to show that like 
we don't know the whole story. You yeah. know, we're just, we're, we're basing an opinion off of like what we see. We don't know. Right. I mean, yeah, they were naked. It is what it is, but <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't know what went down. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm not going to pass judgment, but I, it's like, I understand where some of the guys are coming from, but now after we've talked through it and I forgot that they were both pretty man, pretty much man horse. It's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> take a seat. So it would be different a little bit. Well, Never mind. I won't even. That'd be a whole other episode topic that we could go into on that on prior seasons and things that have come. There's been sex that has happened before in other seasons. That's messed up. So, I think that's um, not fair. We can talk about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, okay, let's quickly talk about what happened on Beverly Hills. <laughs> so, I know. Fo- uh, Beverly Hills. Following up on our hilarious episode last week of drunk everyone's drunken uh everyone's so, so drunk so drunk um so yeah we basically start off with them waking up the next morning and being like uh what happened yep <laughs> what did i do like, i cried last night didn't i <laughs> and they're like, like yeah you yeah. did oh uh, so. so basically ended up being kind of an apology to her the next morning of teddy and really it was teddy and uh kyle apologizing to erica being like sorry we're drunken assholes <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Erica's like, oh, honey, okay. It's yeah. I'm, I was surprised Erica was as cool about it as she was, but she yeah. was very nice about it. Yeah. Um. I mean, nothing else really, really. Because I think they left basically the next day. They yeah. went back home. Um. <laughs> so then, this is when we finally see um, Camille and Denise after ugh, all the issues with their houses, and they all go to dinner. Um. I don't think much happens on that first. Oh, they bring them clothes, which is nice. So some of the ladies bring them like, cause all, none of them have clothes anymore, which I mean, is nice, but I'm like, you could also probably afford to buy your own clothes, but this is what annoys me. It's like, there's not a single woman in the screw that doesn't have home insurance. Your home insurance would pay for clothes or at least reimburse you for a trip to Walmart. Okay. So it's not <laughs> like they don't have clothes. True. Second of all, Camille, freaking Camille. Like I go back and forth on her so much sitting there like I had to go to the consignment shop to go buy a Burberry coat for like $300 and it had dust on it it must have been 30 years old she doesn't speak with the British accent yeah but makes it sound hoity-toity so I was just like I don't feel sorry for you in this moment like I felt sorry for you until you started talking about how your ski boots were lost your skis were lost which I guess she was talking about her husband saying that but still it's kind of like yeah you lost the house Right. Then she's like, well, I'm homeless. I'm like, no, you're freaking not. You have a vacation home in Hawaii. Go live in Hawaii with your bitch ass. Like you got all this money. So true. And I guess she <laughs> like, did bring that up. She was like, well, I say that, but I do have like two other houses, but they're not my home home. I'm like, okay. I don't feel sorry for you, Camille. I don't. I mean, no, I do. But yeah, when, when she puts it like that, it's like, for sure. Yeah. Where like someone like Denise is like has a at least a better added and Denise's house granted didn't get burnt down like Camille's did but still she has a yeah. better attitude about it than Camille well and does. like it turns out that their their damage was more than they thought I guess that their clothes now had stood all over them and yeah. stuff so their their wardrobe is lost because like later later in the episode she goes shopping with Teddy but yeah so I mean like she she very much downplays her losses in comparison to Camille's, which I mean, granted Camille's was bigger, but she just, she's just chill and she's nice about things. And I just really liked Denise a whole lot. I know. Um, Oh, so then they have that. And then, so Dorit has her 
Is okay. Is her line? Is it all swimwear? Is that what Dorit's stuff is? That's how it started. So it started off being swimwear, and then she added a men's line of swimwear, a kids line of okay. swimwear, and then she's doing activewear. Okay. So, and I've never heard of the store where. Do you know what store? Um, all her, oh, like Kitson. Yeah, I've never heard of Kitson before. I've heard of it. Like I feel like, gosh. Was there a Kitson around here? I feel like there might have been a pop-up at North Park for mm. a minute of Kitson, but I don't remember when, or I don't exactly remember if it was there or someone else, okay. uh, somewhere else, I mean. And um, yeah, so it's like an LA-based store and they kind of have like high-end, I mean, it's kind of like a department store, but it's not like a Dillard's, it's right. not huge. Yeah, so, okay. Anyway, they have just a bunch of different like brands and stuff that are, kind of like okay. cutting edge yeah kind of I don't know okay well I guess I'm I'm guessing it is a big deal I mean that Dorit, Dorit has the window there with all of her stuff if it's not she made it a big deal yeah so <laughs> she has all the ladies come for her launch of her her window um so they all come and see that which like cool have a, whatever um she then she decides to treat them all and their husbands to dinner and this is where things really spice yeah. up so as we recall before they were all going to go to on their trip they were like we're going to confront camille on just how she's been two-faced and bring up all these issues and then her house burned down they're like we won't we'll just won't address it well at this dinner oh lisa renna <laughs> god lover uh the oh, shit stirrer she's like oh i'll just i'm just gonna bring it up and oh no she kind of starts to bring it up and she's like you know what never mind i i don't want to talk you know your house just burnt down i don't want to bring this up to where then camille's probably like wait no like you can't tease me like that like let's just air it out tell me what's wrong like what did i do and so lisa renna says she's she tried to do it as delicately as possible. Um, what did they, they, I guess they brought up how, you know, she's like, Oh, I can't believe Lisa Vanderpump didn't come to my wedding. And then the article comes out where she's on Lisa Vanderpump's side. They're like, that was kind of crappy that you did that. Like, anyway, it starts off with that where she's like, Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. I should have told you guys whatever. And then it decides to bring up. Oh, well also I heard that you've talked some mad shit about me behind my back. Like let's address yeah, this. Is. Um, so that's when Camille's like, oh yeah, I, I'll own up to it. I did. I basically just said, I just, I really didn't understand where you got all your money from. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Oh like, gosh. And then, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't understand where I got my money from. She's like, well, I just, I know some stuff. Like I probably don't want to air it out here. And Dorit's like, well, nope, but let's talk about Mention this. it all. Let's yeah. just go. Um, so then Camille decides to say, oh, well, I just, you know, I was talking, I've talked to your husband and he told me how he had went through bankruptcy. So I just don't understand how you're getting all these nice new fancy cars and all, you know, these diamond rings and whatnot. She's like, and Dorit's like, excuse me, honey, (laughs) that happened over 10 years ago. So I don't know why that's relevant now. And Camille's like, Oh, it's relevant now because, um, let's just say, I know that he owes one of my dear friends a million (laughs) dollars. I'm like a million dollars. These people is like pocket change. Okay. Like, Oh, even if he did, it's kind of like, who cares? I know. But then Dorit's like, oh, honey, no. Oh, no. And she's (laughs) Dorit's voice. And her little Dorit voice. Yeah. And Camille's like, oh, no, it's true. Like, I could, I just want you to know that I am, uh, what'd she say? I have your back or I'm, I'm protecting you right now. She's like, what are you, you're not protecting me. She's like, I could say so much more and I'm not saying it. 
I'm not saying it. Oh, it's going to come out at the reunion if it doesn't come out next episode. Yeah. So I'm like, who's this mystery man? She's like, my husband does not owe a million dollars to someone. She's like, oh, yeah, he does. It's to one of my good friends. I have proof. I have proof of it. I'm like, oh, good God. I mean, it turns into a whole cat fight. I'm like, uh, everyone else at the table is just sitting there like awkward silence. <laughs> Denise leans over to her husband and she goes, just eat your food. Just eat your dinner. <laughs> Oh my God. I mean, Camille was pissing me off, but what I will, they had to have someone come in and stir up some form of drama because the season has been boring as hell. So mm-hmm. here's Camille. She's, she's working, 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 working to become back a full-time cast member. Yeah. <laughs> she's, Meanwhile, she's the sacrificial lamb of the season. They just like throw her to the wolves just because she, cause she's got to be the one that brings in some kind of drama. Although yes. it looks like, Lisa Vanderpump comes back next episode. It doesn't look like she's with the women, but they yes. at least feature her in a segment of the episode. So I think that it's not on next week because it's a holiday week. And then the next oh, week right. and the next week is the finale. So she's on the finale yes. episode. So Which is interesting. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna wrap this wrap this sucker up, but we'll see. And then I'm sure it'll be a three parter reunion <laughs> oh, yeah. um, after that. No doubt, but so. yeah. So yeah, that all, all the like spiciness happened literally in the last like five minutes of the show. Yeah, I mean the rest of it was kind of like, eh. I mean, yeah. we knew their houses got messed up, but yeah. yeah, that was all in the last five minutes. Oh man. Um, so that that finale is, let's see, like you said, not next week, but the week after. I'm trying to think of when the Bachelorette finale will be. So that. Because Bachelor in Paradise starts, I think, the first week of August, that Monday. So I think The Bachelorette sh- will, should be done. So we're down to seven. Next week, I think it's on next week. It should be because um, yeah. um, that'll only, they'll probably eliminate it down to, because there's seven of them. I could see it because four is what we get for hometown dates. So say there's next week and she eliminates it down to four. Then the next week would she eliminate it down to three. And then mm-hmm. she would eliminate it down to two then we would have the men tell all and then the finale. So five would say like, t- technically we could have five more episodes. So. Okay. Okay. That makes me feel better. Cause I thought I was going to be missing the, the finale on my cruise. <laughs> I'd be really upset. I don't think so, but I think that's how it's probably going to play out. So it's probably going to go through the damn near well, the end of July. Okay. So this is good. Yes. Um, okay, well, let's wrap up this week. Um, as always, with our peach pit and juicy peach of the week, do you have a peach pit? Um, I do. Um, and I don't want to complain too much about it because it's it's good. But um, so in the volunteer organization that I work with, I am in charge of um, putting together our our big membership meetings every month or they're almost every month. Mm -hmm. And um, like I have a committee that works with me and they're super helpful and that's awesome. Um, But like the biggest hurdle so far has just been securing places to hold 300 women. Oh yeah. (laughs) 300 to 350 women. So I have like a couple of places lined up, but I'm still working on a lot of them. So I'm really trying to get them done before August and or maybe like the end of August and it's just like, it's taking so long and I'm stressing about 
these places working out. So, cause there's only so many places. So yeah. I've been emailing, I've been trying to work my connections and I'm just hoping that something works out. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. I'm sure it will. I mean, it will, yeah. but it's just, I, I think it's like, I just want it done on my timeline. I just want to know now that sure. it's going to work and it's just, you know, it doesn't always work like that. So yeah. anyway, that's been mine, but, um, what's your peach pit then? <laughs> okay. So mine's not, it's kind of a pit, but it's, it happened earlier today. Okay. So I was on my way home from work. So I get in, so our parking garage is, or in my building in the parking garage, you have to take an elevator, elevator to get down to the parking garage. And so I get on the elevator, right? And as I'm getting on, someone is like come up from the garage and they're getting off on the floor. So they get off the elevator. I get on. I walk in. I mean, that dude ripped ass for sure. Like it smelled so bad. Oh, it smelled so bad. Okay. No. It smelled so bad. I was like, oh God. So I take it down. I'm just like holding my breath as I get down. It's only down two floors that I have to go. So the elevator opens. I get off. And there's someone that's coming on and I'm like, no, oh no, they're going to, they're going to think, they're going to think I did that. <laughs> so like, I, I literally, to me I, I just like get off. And I just kind of like sprint around. I'm like not even giving them time to like look myself in the face. I'm just like, yep. oh my, I was like, I promise that wasn't me. Oh my god! So it was like that's the pit horrible. of like, I'm like, I have no need to be embarrassed because I did absolutely nothing. But this person thinks that I did something. So Who farts in an elevator. Come on. It's like <laughs> farting on an airplane. It's, it's a captive audience. People have nowhere to go. Oh, not okay. God. So that's like, it's not really a pit, but I was just, it made me, it made me have no, a pit. That's, Am I still? Oh, that's, bad. that's just so, bad. Anyways. Oh. Okay. What is your juicy peach? Okay. You probably already know this. Do you follow me on Instagram? People that listen that follow me on Instagram will already know this too. But, um, like a, a big deal in, lifting of any sort is when you hit a personal record or PR. So I hit a PR this week on a lift that I'm not really, really good at, but, um, on my power clean, I hit a PR of 150 pounds. Oh, so I'm very, very excited. I know, your post was so fun. Like you were, you looked so cute. Cause you were so excited. Would, I guess, do you get to ring a bell when you yeah, do you, it? We okay. have a little bell that you ring when, if you, if you get a PR. So you were like, <laughs> so, so excited. I was like, Oh, I, was like a little child. I, was like, I know. Oh, <laughs> No, that's so exciting. Thank you. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it doesn't happen very often. So like you really appreciate it when it does because it takes months and months and months in order to, if not years to build up to that. So for sure. Anyway, so it's been good. So what's, um, what's your juicy peach? Um, well, mine's nothing really too exciting. We probably talk about this next week, but I only have to work two days next week. So, cause that is a long, off. July. I'm taking off. I only get off July 4th next week, which is on a Thursday, but I decided to take off the Wednesday and Friday around it just because I, I need a break. So I'm like, thank God only two days I have to work next week. So that's that's awesome. That's my juicy peach. Um, well, I guess that kind of wraps it up for this week. Um, we'll be back next week for more talk of bachelorette and whatever else our hearts desire. (laughs) Um, But do just want to remind everybody that you can follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at peachy podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever you can um, call in and leave us a voicemail, which is 972-885-9361. And with that, we are signing off and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.